Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Flightless Josh. There's Flightless Chuck. Flightless Jerry's with us, and we're speaking about the cassowary, a type of bird that is, you guessed it, flightless. There's no less flight in a bird than the cassowary IMO. Right. Flightless and dangerous, the most dangerous bird yeah. in the world. Yeah. So where does it live, of course? Australia. That's right. Uh, and this sucker, if you want to look up a picture, if you're not driving or something, you should check it out. Uh, they are sort of known as one of the closest um, relatives to dinosaurs bird-wise that we have, uh, specifically the Velociraptor. Yeah. I love Jurassic Park, Chuck. I do, too. So, um, you know, what's funny is I hadn't actually looked up a picture of the cassowary until you said you should look it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I've what? still never seen one of these. Now that I see it, I'm like, okay, I've seen this. But they're amazing oh, man, you got to see videos. They look like a cross, not a cross, but you you can tell they're definitely akin to emus, ostriches. Um, and they're huge. They're really big. They're, they're, there's three types, and the, the, one of the types, I think the, uh, the southern, is the second biggest bird in the world next to the ostrich, or heaviest, I should say, at least. Yes, they are uh, super big and super dangerous. They, they're listed as a Class two animal in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, along with alligators and cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're asking why would they be in Florida if they're native to Southeast Asia and Australia, it's because uh, people can, if they jump through hoops, keep them as pets. Right. Uh, but they can kill you, which is what happened to a 75-year-old man in Florida. In Florida. Whose pet cassowary killed him dead. And all this, Chuck, by the way, is a demonstration of how why those in the know call Florida Western Australia. Is that true? No. But it, it really, it does line up. There's a lot of stuff that wants to kill you in Florida, too. All right. And a lot of people who like to keep that stuff that wants to kill you as pets. Both yes, places. Yes, that's a bad combo. Yeah. And I believe Crocodile Dundee retired to Naples, Florida. Oh, really? In the last one. It's all no. coming together. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. It would have been pretty awesome, though. Uh, back to the cassowary, though. It has these sort of bristly feathers that look like hair. If you see a video of them, if you're kind of from a distance, it looks like kind of a hairy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this blue face, a couple of red wattles on the neck, and then this big cask, uh, a helmet on top of its head yeah. made of keratin that's really like a literal helmet. Yeah, that's probably what makes them seem the most dinosaur-like. Although they got a lot of dinosaurish features, that that helmet, like the hard mm-hmm. helmet, it's made of the same stuff like you said, keratin, that's what their beak's made of, too. And same with their feathers, too. But it's really tough structural skin. Um, it, 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 I think there's dinosaurs that had that same exact thing. Yeah, it looks like a, a fin of a triceratops. Yes, just one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just the ceratops. Right. Well, no, 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 not the horns. I'm talking about the on the back. Are you okay? <laughs> I've been better. All right. Uh, the thing that's so deadly about the cassowary, though, is not you're not going to get headbutted by that cask. Is you're going to get clawed by a three to five inch. This is where the Velociraptor thing comes in. Mm-hmm. This three to five inch claw that is super sharp, and all you have to do is look at a video of the guy on YouTube with a 
basically a big shield mm-hmm. and this cassowary coming at him and jumping and kicking both of his legs with these claws at this guy mm-hmm. and literally knocking this grown man backwards to know how scary this thing can be. Yeah, it's like um I mean they're like it's they're those claws are super sharp, but their legs are also super powerful too. Oh yeah. So they pack a really big punch that's also a really sharp punch that's been known to basically gut people. Like, not only can it, like, make you bleed pretty bad, it can reach your internal organs sometimes, too. And the reason they're flightless is even though they're big, their little wings only extend, fully extend about a a foot from their body, so they have no chance at flying. They don't. One of the other things, too, about their feathers, you said it looks like hair. It's really good to protect them because they live in the forests with a lot of dense underbrush, a lot of thorns, a lot of branches and stuff. And one of the the theories be, behind why they think they have that horn on their head, what's it called again? I want to say cask. a cask. Yeah. The reason that one of the reasons they think they have the cask is um, so that it can kind of run headlong through the forest without hurting its head. Mm-hmm. But then also, um, those those thick, heavy feathers also protect the body too from getting stabbed by thorns and things like that. That's right. So let's should we take a break? Yeah, let's. All right, we'll talk more about the deadly cassowary right after this. Learning stuff with Joshua and Charles. Stuff you should know. Okay, Chuck. Um, so we're talking about the deadly cassowary, which, I mean... It is deadly, it, I, but I don't. I don't think it's any more deadly. It's much less deadly, even, um, or you're much less likely to die by a cassowary than you are from saying, like, getting an infection from a dog bite or something like that, right? Statistically speaking. Yeah, I mean, we we shouldn't disparage the cassowary as deadly. Like, they can kill and they have those sharp claws, but they're not aggressive generally. They're not after you generally. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. come upon them while they're uh, while they have laid their eggs or something, you may be in trouble, but they yeah. generally want to stay away from people. Um, there is another video that's pretty, a little frightening. If they would have put like scary music to it, it would have helped. But there was a woman on the beach in Australia, I guess, and she filmed the whole thing. But this cassowary was just walking toward her and she's walking backwards and it keeps coming <laughs> and it's pecking at the phone. But after having seen that other video, mm-hmm. I'm just like, on edge waiting for this thing to jump up and slice her stomach open. Yeah, right. It's intimidating. It's a very large bird. And when it's coming at you with those kind of crazy eyes and its head's ducking back and forth and it's kind of pecking at you, it, mm-hmm. it seems like a velociraptor in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so, yeah, I think it's more just like it's remarkable that a bird can kill you and has before that than it is like actually like a super deadly bird. What's the deal with that waddle? They're not 100% sure, but one of the theories is that it's basically like a current mood indicator. Like current mood, effervescent. Yeah. Like a a mood mood ring. ring. It changes color or brightness with their mood. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, Or to maybe say like I'm I'm robust and uh, maybe like sexually perhaps. Sure, like check on my waddles, baby. Exactly. Uh, They're also known as a keystone species because what they do is they eat fruit, tons of fruit, 
and they yeah. walk around and cover a great area and poop that seed out. Uh, it goes right through their digestive tracts, and they deposit those seeds all over the place. So you get a, a much more diverse uh, fruit habitat in areas where they are popular. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, they're they're not only spreading the seeds around. When they poop it out, it's got all sorts of nutrients to grow with, and it's just a great, great um, uh, commensalist setup, I guess. <laughs> uh, they also are uh, pretty stealth. They have this, apparently their call is so low, it's just on the edge of human hearing, so That's you neat. may not even hear them coming at you. Yeah, and apparently, though, like, you can feel it in your chest if you happen to be near one when they call. Like, it rumbles in your chest. That's pretty sound scary. sound waves, too. I love it. These things are great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did we ever say how big they get, Chuck? Uh, yeah, he said six, 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 and 135 or so. Yeah, that's just so enormous. But what I thought was really interesting is, um, and at the very least, the southern cassowary species, uh, the the female is about 170 pounds. The males are 125 pounds. And even more interesting, the males are the ones that actually raise the hatchlings. Yeah. Did you know that? Well, I didn't until, I mean, I knew nothing about this thing until I looked into it. But, yeah, the, the female basically lays the eggs and is like, my work here is done. It's on yeah. you, scrawny. Yep. Raise the kids. And the males do. They raise these kids, and the female goes off and mates with more males, other males. And it makes total sense f- from a natural selection standpoint um, because that just means that more cassowary chicks can be born, the more uh, a female cassowary can go off and, and mate with more male cassowaries as long as the males are the ones raising the chicks. That's pretty great. It's yeah. a great idea. And it's great because their numbers are dwindling. Uh, all three species are vulnerable or near threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, humans have a lot to do with this, loss of habitat, uh, because yeah. we're growing into their territory or they're getting hit by cars, stuff like that. Um, dogs, apparently, if it's a young dog or a small dog, the cassowary, uh, like there are dog attacks on record, but if the dog gets bigger, they can be a threat to the cassowary. Yeah, especially young cassowaries. Yeah, it's all size. It's like whoever's sure. the pup is is the one threatened. It's the law of nature. That's right. So there are people working um, to keep the cassowaries around, make sure they don't go extinct. And like you said, it's typically human encroachment. So people are buying back some of their native uh, habitats and just trying to set them off as preserves and building ways around roadways, which is another big thing. We should do a short stuff on that sometime. Basically, like nature highways that are overpasses in the woods mm-hmm. over roads that go through the woods. Yeah, I've seen and that. It's the, pretty cool. Yeah, and maybe maybe we just did the short stuff on it just now. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if there's much more to say about it, but I just think it's amazing looking. I've seen pictures of them. They just look like grass covered overpasses, almost like what our overpasses are going to look like in 2079 when there's no more people left. That's right. It'll look like The Last of Us or Station Eleven. Sure. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Well, since we got nothing else, everybody, this Ode to Cassowaries is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.